Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. Let's go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 15. Just some good, wise advice in here and some powerful scripture. And it looks like, unless we get tied up in a verse, we're going to finish uh, 1 Thessalonians tonight. That'll be the goal, but we'll see. You know how it is in here. I may get stuck on a verse. See that no one pays back evil for evil. Did you catch that? So I don't want to hear, I don't get mad, I get even. You don't, you don't need to stay mad. Scripture says be angry and don't sin. So you're going to get irritated sometimes, mad even, but we don't pay back evil for evil. Why? Scripture says, the Lord himself said, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. So you let God deal with people. He knows how to get to them, okay? Don't pay back evil for evil because that's just fighting fire with fire, right? It's not a good idea. But always try to do good to each other and to all people. Do good to people. Do good to people. Practice it, okay? Hang in there. I know people can be annoying, but people can be marvelous as well. And it all averages out, I'm telling you. As a whole, people are great to deal with. I really, that's my positive statement. As a whole, people are great to deal with. Just be patient with folks. Scripture says in a, I believe it was, um, yeah, the verse before this one, it said, be patient with everyone in verse 14. So why? Because someone's been patient with you. Blessed are the merciful, Jesus said, for they will receive mercy. And I know some are irritating, but the, Jesus died for everybody. Can I get an amen? And he's patient with you. And all your crazy stuff, right? And all my crazy stuff. So be patient with people. And you got to have boundaries. You don't let people march all over you forever and do whatever they want. You can love them sometimes and go, out you go, I love you. God bless you, but I, I forgive you, you know. But be patient with people. Be merciful, all right? Try to do good to each other and to all people. I'm going to just take the try out because that's, that's, that sounds a little weak in this context. You say, man, but that's, no, do good to people. Do good to people. Be strong in just doing good to people, all right? Always be joyful. Say, how on earth can I just always be joyful? It's a choice. Sometimes it's a harder choice than others. Can I get amen? Now you're like, man, I don't feel it. My hormones are off. And ladies, don't think it's, we ain't going to pick on you and say, oh, women, it's just them with hormones. No, men have hormones too. Women's, women's hormones are way more complicated and numerous than men's because of what God has created you for, for childbearing and, and doing all the amazing things that you do as a woman. But humans have hormones. You've heard of a midlife crisis for men? Uh, many times that's hormonal. It's a big devil. Well, it doesn't have to be the devil. The enemy can exploit stuff and attack weaknesses and try to attach himself, himself to stuff. But, you know, there's, there's hormones involved. There's life going on. So continue to choose to be joyful. You can choose to be nice. You can choose to walk in love. You can choose to smile, right? Let me tell you a story. I ran into B before she got saved many years ago. And she was, she was working at the subway over there at the town and country. And B, those of you who know B, has one of the most illuminating smiles you'll ever see. God has gifted her with a smile that will just light up a room. And I remember back in the day, I would see her at the subway, and me and my cousin would go get subs late at night. 
And man, I couldn't get B to smile. <laughs> I remember. But it was around that time that she came to the Lord and somebody invited her to church and she got saved. And man, her smile now is powerful and dangerous. And I think she'll tell you, man, she's chosen to be joyful. But it's amazing to see. And wow, this year, I think you've been serving God 20 years. I think it's this year. I could be wrong. Liz is in the back going, Pastor Matt, that's weird. How on earth? I think you got saved in 04, but anyway. Um, so it's about 20 years now, and God has done a work in her life and transformed her, and here she is leading worship. She's led worship in Africa, and she's traveled, and God's hand is on her. And I believe, I believe am I wrong, B? I, I think you choose to be joyful a lot of the time because we don't always feel it, huh? And there are others in here you go, no, I just choose to be joyful, it's a choice. You can say, no, God has done great things for me. I, I don't want to fake it. I don't want to lie. Well, we're not trying to get you to lie or fake it, but the, the alternative is to be sad and hopeless, right? Somebody said, this is not thus saith the Lord, but take it for what it's worth. They said, fake it until you make it. Whatever, just practice being joyful. Practice. Practice smiling and treating people well. Say, I don't feel it. Well, that's okay. You can just love people and be joyful. Never stop praying. One translation says, pray without ceasing. So keep on praying. You say, man, I pray in the Spirit. I'm baptized in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Spirit. That's, that's the, one of the easiest ways to pray because you, you don't have to engage your brain as much in coming up with English and Spanish words. But never stop praying. Talk to God. Thank Him. The highest form of prayer is what? Praise and worship. Say, man, I don't know what to tell the Lord. I don't, I'm tired of asking for stuff. Why don't you just worship Him? You want to bring God on the scene? Begin to worship him. Never stop praying. Wow, that's powerful. Never stop praying. Look at the next verse. Mm. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Let's look at that verse for a moment. I'm not going to say that every circumstance is God's will for you, right? He's turning it for your good. It may or may not have been God's perfect will for you to be in this situation, but it is God's will for you to be thankful in every circumstance. Look for the good. Look and see what God is doing. Some of you are like, man, but I've been through some battles. You don't know, Pastor Matt. Some of you all have been through some stuff. I think everybody in here, we've been through stuff. You've been through heartache and disappointment. But look, you need to be thankful in all circumstances. Why? Because you bring God on the scene when you praise and worship him. When you're grateful, man, oh, man, you bring God on the scene, you attract people to you, it gives you favor when you're grateful and thankful at all times. For this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Be thankful in all circumstances. Well, just the circumstances that look like they're benefiting me right now. Just a circumstance where I'm getting free money or someone is being nice to me. No, all circumstances. That covers everything, the good, the bad, and the ugly, because some circumstances are frustrating. Some make you sad. Some can even be, man, we'd go so far as to say, man, that was depressing. Ugh. Be thankful in all circumstances. You can just say, Lord, I don't get it. I don't understand it all the time. I believe it's Ephesians 5.20 talks about that. Be thankful at all times for all things. Give him thanks at all times. You're going to bring him on the scene, and it's going to change your attitude. Attitude is very, very important, all right? And as you worship, it's, it, you give yourself a, what they call an attitude of gratitude, and you begin to open yourself up to God and what he's going to do next, okay? Don't be ungrateful. Remember the children of Israel in the Old Testament? They didn't do very well 
with God because that was a lack of faith. They kept questioning and being angry and frustrated and doubting and attacking the leaders that he'd placed over them and complaining to God. No, be thankful because that is unlocking and activating your faith. All right, let's move on. Do not stifle the Holy Spirit. One translation says, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. Grieving the Holy Spirit or stifling the Holy Spirit is doing something that displeases God. Talking dirty, acting crazy as a believer. And it happens once in a while. He said, man, I just lost it. I lost my cool. Hey, do your best not to grieve the Holy Spirit because he's always with you. He lives in you now. He lives in you now. So you're called to be a believer and to act like a believer. That's your conduct, right? So number one, you're right with God by the blood of Jesus, right? That's righteousness. So now that you're right with God by the blood of Jesus, you need to believe it and live it by acting like you're right with God. And that is holiness. That's your conduct, okay? So righteousness is you are right with God by faith because of what Jesus did by his blood. And holiness says, I'm going to act like I'm right with God, okay? Y'all with me? Don't grieve the Holy Spirit. Go out of your way to not grieve him. Go out of your way to not upset God's presence by doing crazy stuff. You say, man, but you don't know what I've been through. I know, but you have willpower and you have self-control now that you have the Spirit of God. Self-control is one of the fruits of the Spirit. Or is it fruit of the Spirit? Ever wondered? Don't grieve the Holy Spirit. Practice, practice, practice. And remind yourself that God is here with me, man. I'm going to live right. I'm going to act right. Even when I'm all alone, I'm going to honor God. I was talking to my Bible study last night. And man, even when you're all alone, remember in your secret life, you honor God with the things you're doing and reading and thinking about and listening to and whatever. I, I, don't, I don't go into my restroom. I love music, but I don't go into my restroom and listen to Tupac. You didn't see that one coming, did you? I don't. I don't go into my restroom and, and listen to, what was that crazy lady's name? Lady Gaga. She's very talented, bless her heart, but I'm just not going to do it. I'm not. You say, oh, man, but I got my stash of, I know, but I'm real careful about my music. You say, I'm not going to act holier than thou. I have some oldies in my stash. I have thousands of songs, mostly worship and gospel hip hop. And that's, and, and, and a little bit of, a mm, 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 little bit of, you know, Miss Debbie's like, what is that? The dance music sound from the nineties. I always liked that. <clears throat> but lyrics are very, very important. People go, I don't listen to the lyrics. Uh-huh. I can list the lyrics for you and you'll know which song it is. I don't listen to the lyrics. I just listen to the beat. no, even what you listen to, you need to be careful that it doesn't grieve the Holy Spirit. I've had songs I was like, wow, this is a cool old song. And they're saying something crazy. I go, oh, delete. Didn't know it said that in there. Didn't know. Let me give you an example. I'm not saying you have to delete this song because, well, that's between you and God. My wife and I saw the documentary on We Are the World. Do you remember that song, 1985? We are the world. We are the children. Right? Great, is cool. Like 40-something artists came together. They did it all in one night. Michael Jackson wrote it, a towering talent. But Michael Jackson wrote it, and he didn't know his Bible because I was hearing Willie Nelson's part on Sunday after church. And you know what he said? God showed us how to turn stones into bread. Uh, yeah, that was my reaction. I went, wasn't it Satan's idea to turn stones into bread? 
God didn't show us how to do that. And I didn't feel grieved, but I almost felt grieved. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> anyway, so, you know, I'm not saying to delete We Are the World, you'd be led by God, but there's weird stuff in songs that you never noticed before. And I had never heard the whole song before, just mostly the chorus. So anyway, so be careful what you listen to, all right? Uh, don't grieve the Holy Spirit. Verse 20. Do not scoff at prophecies. If someone gives a word, don't just immediately go. Scoffing is like, oh, okay. Right? That's what scoffing is. Don't scoff at prophecies, comma, but test everything that is said. Hold on to what is good. If I give you a word, I tell you something, you go, I don't like that. That offended me. That's really not your job to check and see if it offends you or not. You need to look and see if it's true or not. Are you with me? Your job is to discern truth by the word of God. You say, man, Pastor Matt offended me with that. Test what I'm saying by the word of God. And if it lines up with God's been speaking to you or something you know or something you haven't been obeying or something you've been running from, let's, let me read that whole verse again. Do not scoff at prophecies, but test everything that is said. Hold on to what is good. I've had men and women of God say some stuff before that I thought, how is that going to be? There was a prophet that would come to this church years ago. He's already gone on to be with the Lord. But he said some stuff, I remember, and I remember thinking when he said it, how is that possible? But it's what he said, and the guy was an accurate prophet. One of the things he said, I'm not going to go into all of it, one of the things he said was he told, he told my brother when he was a kid, was it my brother or was it this church or was it with dad? I thought it was my brother. It may have just been the church and my dad, but he said, you know what? At some point, this church is going to send people back and forth to Washington, D.C., this was in the late 90s, and I was like, how? But okay, God, you're speaking through a man who has a track record of being accurate, and your word, he loves you, Lord, he speaks the truth. Well, guess what? Years later, Pastor John was going back and forth to Washington, D.C. You know, years later, years, like probably eight or nine, maybe a decade later, it's incredible. And he's, he's going to D.C. again this month. So hold on to what is good. Test everything that's said. Like my mom used to say, you don't know, put it on the shelf. You guys ever heard that? My mom would go, that's all right, babe. You, you don't know. You don't, you're not sure. Don't, don't despise God's word. Don't be a doubter. Just put it on the shelf. Don't worry about it. Let's see what God does, right? Okay, let's move on. Stay away from every kind of evil. Is that clear enough? Stay away from every kind of evil. Man, music, wrong influences, being around the wrong people, Stay away from it. Don't, don't be around evil. We say, man, I'm serving God, but I'm going to go hang out in the bar on Tuesday because that's ladies' night. No. It's cowboy night. No. Don't be involved with that stuff. You don't. You, there was a guy years ago that he was in and out of the things of God. I still remember his first name. I was a little boy, and I remember it happened. He'd go to the bar, and he'd serve God, and he was struggling, and he was doing all this stuff. And finally, he went to the bar one night, and somebody killed him. I said, man, are you trying to scare us? I'm just speaking the truth. That's, that's what happened in his situation. So, man, there's stuff you don't want to flirt with. Stay away from evil. Don't flirt with it. Don't mess with it. Say, man, every time we go to that person's house, they're doing witchcraft and drinking, but I'm a believer, but they're family. <laughs> I don't care if they're family. They're smoking weed, but, you know, pastor, it's legal now. So is drinking. 
I care not. Do not be involved in that mess. Marijuana is causing a lot of problems. Do you see the amount of people now that it's, it's exploding in Hobbs, people just wandering around out of it? Multiple times a week, I see people out here walking by arguing with themselves, struggling. I'm not making fun of them. That is sad and it's heartbreaking. But that marijuana, it is not helping people. And they've legalized it and it's turning into a problem. Mark my words, man. You open the gate to that kind of stuff and then all the other drugs are flooding in. So you stay walking with God and be an example and a light and stay away from every kind of evil, okay? Keep your heart in the right place. Seek God, put him first. If you really love him and care what he thinks, you're gonna avoid evil. Now may the God of peace make you holy. Set apart. May your conduct be right. Make you holy in every way. May your conduct in every situation with everyone, dealing with everything, be holy. And may your whole, this is powerful. This proves we are three in one and one in three. And may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless until our Lord Jesus, what? Our Lord Jesus Christ comes again. Mm. Wow. Verse 24. God will make this happen for he who calls you is faithful. If you seek him, you want to be right with him in every way, spirit, soul, and body. He's promised. He promised. He's not a man that he should lie. He promised that he will make it happen because the one who calls you is faithful. Verse 25, dear brothers and sisters, I love that. So humble. Pray for us. <laughs> That's a real simple verse. Y'all pray for me. My grandpa, Senna, used to say we'd leave his house. He'd say, all right, Mijo, you guys pray for us and we'll pray for you. <laughs> Real simple. Grandpa Senna and Roswell used to say that. Mijo, you pray for us and we'll pray for you. Okay, agreed. Verse 26, greet all the brothers and sisters with Christian love. One translation says a holy kiss, a sacred kiss. Oh, that's up to you. Just be careful with that, okay? I command you in the name of the Lord to read this letter to all the brothers and sisters. We're just finishing that up, aren't we? Read it to all of you over the weeks and months. Verse 28, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. What is his grace? It is his power, his empowerment for you to live and do right and act right. It is his power, his empowerment for you to be a true believer. Okay? Let's pray tonight. Let's pray. I'm excited. We got through 1 Thessalonians. That is powerful. Thank you, Lord, for being with us and helping us. Is there anyone at the sound of my voice tonight who says, Pastor Matt, I've never accepted Jesus. I need to make him the Lord of my life tonight. If that's you, raise a hand. There's no pressure in here. I believe everyone has accepted the Lord, but if there's anyone that has not, please raise your hand. We're going to pray with you. Otherwise, we're going to pray this prayer together for those tuning in on the live stream. Would you pray with me? Please repeat these words. Say, Lord God, I'm sorry for my sin. Cleanse me because I can't cleanse myself. Please forgive me. Come into my life. Say, I confess and I believe that Jesus is my Lord and my Savior. Not the world, not the enemy. Jesus is my Lord. Save me, Lord. Come into my life and say, I declare and believe that Jesus died and rose again so I could be part of his family. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. In Jesus' name. Go ahead and raise your hands wherever you are. Lord, I believe everybody in this house needs a miracle somewhere. 
Answer their prayers as they pray according to your will. As they pray according to your will, Lord, answer those prayers for miracles. We are believing for miracles this year. I declare one, two, three, four miracles a month or more for everybody in this house as they believe and seek you. May it be a year full of miracles, 2024, the year of the absolute miraculous. We're not basing our lives on the the, the, the presidential administration or the government. We got to pray for them in authority. But Lord, you are going to take us onward and upward, and you're going to keep taking us to different spiritual levels in you. Upgrade, upgrade, upgrade. A new level, a new place of obedience, a new place of holiness, a new place of revelation of righteousness, a new place of understanding that our whole spirit, soul, and body is being preserved blameless for his return. We thank you for tonight, and I thank you for your people. And Lord, I give you glory for everyone in this house and the miracles that they will experience this year. They're already experiencing them, and we believe and we thank you.